Once again, I'm an idiot due to my own technical knowledge shortcomings, which is better described as an inability to select a valid microphone source. The audio for both episodes 8 and 9 is not perfect, and it very much lacks the polish to match the shiny content you've come to expect of the Important Question podcast. My apologies. But hey, at least Gordon sounds good. The greatest thing about childhood is, of course, the lack of shame when gobbling down copious amounts of candy. We even have Halloween, a day dedicated to begging strangers for the sweet, vibrantly colored starter heroin. And even better is being a baby with candy, because we all know that taking candy from a baby is wrong. Or is it? On this episode of Important Question, me, Caleb J. Ross, and me, Gordon Highland, ponder to what degree would our Taffy-like ethics have to be stretched before we can take candy from a baby. Ah, uh, I like this episode. Uh, I like it because it addresses similar to a previous episode about jumping off a bridge. Just general things that people say, and I and I enjoy that. So let's get this started off right by asking, as we always do, each of us uh, to say at the same time whether or not we would take candy from a baby on the count of three. One, two, three. Yes. yes. All right. <laughs> We're both awful people. Or are we? I feel pretty good about that decision. I, I do too. And you know what? I think uh, if as long as the people are out there are still listening and are willing to give us their ear for just a little bit, I think we can convince them and help them understand exactly why it's a good decision. Because yes, it is. This podcast is all about justifying our terrible personalities <laughs> and, and, and taffy ethics. <laughs> and I like this. Uh, I like our reactions already because generally speaking, we c- we come to these at, at sort of opposites. One of us will say yes. One of us will say no. In this case, we both say yes. And I really like these kinds of episodes because then we're able to really sort of almost try to, to put ourselves in the position where we would maybe not do this kind of thing. But I think first, maybe we should explore why we said yes. How does that sound? Yeah, let's do that. Let's start off with you, Gordon. You say yes. Uh, why do you think it's okay to steal candy from tiny, tiny people? I think it's okay to take candy from anybody. Uh, <laughs> it is candy, after yeah, all. Especially strangers. I really liked the, the idea of this role reversal because we were always told growing up not to take candy from strangers. Mm-hmm. Well, what if the baby is taking, you know, what if the, you're taking candy from the baby? Hmm? You know, there you go. So it, it's kind of like, you know, you never know where it's been you've been around kids they're disgusting filthy creatures that's true everything has been in their mouth already and and from my perspective i'm thinking that we're taking candy <laughs> this actually adds a whole other layer to it that i didn't think about in, in my head i'm thinking we're taking candy from a baby after that candy's already been opened and the baby's enjoying it so that has a whole nother level of perversion as to why would you as a grown adult want a baby saliva color covered piece of candy anyway i'm back in Way the hell out of this one, then. Uh, that's that's a that's a deal breaker for, for me. Along that line, though, it's like whenever I go to a party at a friend's house that ha- has kids, I always eat immediately as soon as the food <laughs> is set out before all the kids can get their grubby hands into the digging through the bowls and their snot infused fingertips all over everything. It's just let let me get mine first, you know. <laughs> as a parent, I can say that not only are you very very accurate, but you're probably not even thinking of it as 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 in terms of as gross as it could possibly be, it's I a mean, veritable petri dish. This is the thing: is 
you 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 see where kids' hands have been most of the time. You see kids' fingers in their noses. You see kids' fingers in uh, each other's noses. But there's a good portion of time where you, you're not able to see what kids' hands are up to. And so you're left up to the imagination as to what germs are actually crawling on that on that candy. <laughs> Why? Uh, what would be your main reason for wanting to take candy from them? Well, I think there's a couple things. Uh, one, for, first of all, I, I think it's probably important to address the heart of the question, which um, it's a saying, take candy from a baby is supposed to imply ease of, of doing so. And I, I'm of the thought that it's probably not really that easy to take candy from a baby. Uh, babies are very possessive. They have very strong grips. Uh, that's sort of a, 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 I guess, an evolutionary thing, I'm sure. Um, and so it'd probably be kind of difficult to do it anyway, not to mention, I'm guessing this baby is within earshot of its mother or father. Mm-hmm. So uh, immediately as the kid starts crying, there's going to be eyes on you, and then you'll have to then battle the parents, not just the baby. So right away, I don't really think it's that easy, which in a way I think turns the cards a little bit and turns it almost into a valiant effort. You know, that might be a, a sort of a wax-on, wax-off trading ritual where you try to take candy from a baby without getting caught by the mother. I don't know. I think that's actually the plot of the new Tom Cruise. Who's Mission Impossible? <laughs> the, the next installment is going to be like him on guide wires down, and, uh, you know, trying to pop one out of the stroller. And you know what? I would still watch it. God <laughs> damn those Mission Impossible movies. I, I still would. I think I would be doing a, a good service to uh, the mother and the family in question if I were to take candy from a baby because a baby is not supposed to have candy. Anyway, what the hell is a baby doing with candy? I can understand maybe a toddler-ish, probably older than that, but what the hell is a baby, which I'm assuming is less than a year old, doing with candy? And plus, I'm the one with teeth, so that baby's being a jerk (laughs) anyway. I'm the one that can enjoy it, not that stupid baby. What's a baby need the energy for anyway? I got shit to do as an adult. I need that little pick-me-up, that 2.30 in the afternoon nap time candy. Give me some candy. Plus, you know, for the kid, it's a good, it's a good life lesson for them. You know, later in life, they're going to get beat down by bullies and, like, being dependent on lots of different things, not to mention stuff like taxes, having your share taken from you. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's, it's good to, to introduce them to that, that concept early on that what is yours is not always yours, you know? And I think it's up to you as a stranger in a park <laughs> to teach them that lesson, yeah. right? I mean, I think it takes a village, I think I've heard somewhere. Yeah, it, t- it takes a village, but uh, somewhere one is missing its idiot. I actually did find out about something called natal teeth, which uh, happens to about one in every two to 3,000 births. And that is exactly what it sounds like. Babies born with teeth which the scariest part about that is the fact that there would be these these full dentures coming out of a vagina, uh, which I think would scar physically and emotionally the parents uh, and also probably the doctors giving birth to it. It's a crazy concept to, to think of a baby being born with a full set of teeth. And uh, apparently a lot of times the teeth are basically just removed at birth so so that babies don't continue to have these teeth, especially if they're sort of wobbly. Sometimes they don't remove these these teeth, and that means that the mother has to endure gnawing on her nipples uh, uh, with with teeth. That's awful. Totally awful. So maybe the baby just is, just is just teething. It just needs that candy to help the mother's nipples not be so torn up by ravenous teeth. Too fucking bad. <laughs> wow. Wow, there's some anger in there. <laughs> Speaking of abused nipples, now is a great time to hear a word from this week's sponsor, Lollitots, the only lollipop designed especially with babies in mind. 
This nipple-shaped teat treat has been focus-tested by thousands of nursing babies, as well as a few hundred perverted adults, to craft a product so convincingly realistic you might just catch your teenage son using two of them in his hastily assembled coat sleeve fuck doll. And who could blame him? After the realistic experience of lolly tots, your baby might never go back to the makeshift chewed bubblegum replacement areola dangling from your chest after that two-for-one clammy handjob-funded botched breast implant surgery that Dr. Homeless Spaceman assured you was all you needed to finally be pretty. That's lolly tots! You won't even care about nipple confusion with this nipple confection. <laughs> That's a great tagline. Dr. Homeless Spaceman. Isn't that Spachemin, Dr. Spachemin? Oh, I thought, uh, I, I'm I thought, I mean, I, I assume the sponsor uh, thought that was a really good name for a person giving uh, back alley uh, breast implant surgeries. Of course. That's yeah. my assumption. That's four for four really solid sponsors. I'm, I'm really happy about that. Yeah, we're, we're reeling them in. I think it's especially cruel to take candy from a baby when you're the one who actually bought it for them just prior to that. <laughs> turns you into an Indian giver. <laughs> uh, what if you're what if you're Native American to begin with? I take that back. <laughs> in 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 uh, Native American language, candy is called maize. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of uh, a a vegetable, how's this for a segue? Uh, would the type of candy or the type of product uh, that the child has again in its mouth? I'm going with in its mouth. Change the uh, ch change how you would approach the situation. Does it have to be something that maybe you specifically want? I uh, yeah, I'm not a big candy guy to begin with. I'm pretty selective about candy. I like chocolate a lot, but even when there's like a whole dish of candy, like at work on the table or someone's Halloween bag, I have to do a lot of rooting through there to even find one that I like. So it, it definitely does matter. Um, and like you said, now that this has been open and 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 eaten upon or sucked upon, I would tend to go for a type of candy that you know, like that's maybe kind of large or the other end of it, you know, maybe something you could break off the the piece of chocolate from the other end and not have to deal with all the saliva and mucus. <laughs> it reminds me a little bit of like you earlier in the uh, introduction, you're talking about Halloween and you remember like when, you, I don't know if you experienced this, but when your parents take their sort of finder's fee when you get home <laughs> and they have to first kind of, you know, approve the types of candy that you're going to get. And uh, it's like, Anything that might be suspect, you know, they would pull away from me. But really, it's just because they wanted it. I came to learn that later in life. Uh, there's the old there's the old myth, you know, about about people putting razor blades in candy and all that kind of things. And, and parents apparently are supposed to be very fearful of this. and They're supposed to check their kids candy for this. But there's been no actual evidence of that ever happening, which confirms in my mind that it's not so much a, a vindictive evil stranger that started putting razor blades in candy. It was parents who started the rumor of putting razor blades in candy so that they would have that legitimate excuse to go rooting around in their kids' candy. I firmly believe that. So see, it comes back around full circle. We're not the bad guys here. We're reinforcing cultural norms. Well, here's a little piece of information that may, may make you kind of feel almost like a little bit of a bad guy. So in doing some research for this, uh, I did. I, I wanted to... Uh, learn a little bit about infant taste buds and how they work and when they're developed. Because my thinking was that, hey, if, if sweet uh, taste buds uh, or the, the, the sense of sweetness, um, the, the uh, appreciation of sweetness isn't actually developed until later in life, then really what's why not? You could just take the lollipop and replace it with broccoli or something. But what I found out apparently was that babies are not only born with 
uh, the ability to taste sweets, but they're actually born with a, a predisposition to accepting sweet tastes more than any other kind of taste because apparently breast milk has a sweet taste to it. So you're actually doing terrible, uh, twice as, you're, you're, tw you're twice as evil is basically what I'm getting at here. Yeah, well, I can live with that. <laughs> I, you know, I, I never doubted that you couldn't, honestly, Gordon. Um, yeah. One last study I do want to mention, and then I think we can wrap it up. Uh, I, there was a really interesting study that took place back in 2012. Uh, Paul Piff, a PhD candidate in psychology at the University of California, Berkeley, uh, decided to do a, a test that wasn't directly related to taking candy from a ba from babies, but that was one aspect of the test. Um, he basically wanted to find out if uh, if people who felt entitled or people who felt uh, rich really acted um, in, in sort of a different way when given the choice between uh, some a, a variety of situations. Uh, and in the candy test in particular, um, there were 129 undergraduates and they were manipulated to view themselves as either wealthy or poor. Uh, then they were presented with a jar of individually wrapped candy, which the researchers had told them that um, would go to children in, in, in a nearby lab uh, on the same premises. So... Uh, the participants could take candy if, if they really wanted to. Um, and it turns out that the undergraduates who believed themselves to be rich or from the upper echelon of society were much more willing to take the candy than those who came from low income. And I think it uh, has something to do a little bit with empathy, probably. I, I think the, the rich people are ones who thought, think themselves to be rich. They have a sense of entitlement and a history of entitlement. They probably didn't hear no very often. So what... What's other than candy? What's the worst thing as as a parent? What what's the worst thing you've ever taken from your kids? Their innocence. <laughs> Can you actually literally rob someone <laughs> of their childhood? <laughs> it leaves a few scars, but yeah, that's a heist worth plotting. I think <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Tim Burton like movie just oh, waiting gosh. to happen. I'd watch it. Um, I have a correction to make from a previous episode, as we are want to do these days. Um, in episode uh, six which was if all of your friends jumped off a bridge with you, we had a fun little exchange where we theorized the idea of uh, jerking off while in, in mid-dive and there maybe being a cool cinematic moment where your ejaculate is floating at, at the same uh, descent rate that you are. And I, uh, in my haste, referred to that as spooge velocity. And when we all know the obvious joke to make there is sperminal velocity. I'm so glad that our legal team was on that one. Yeah. I would have been remiss never to hear that. Thank right. you. Thank sure. you, legal team, and thank you, Gordon. Amen. And that wraps up yet another episode of Important Question. As always, we beg of you to go over to iTunes, go over to Stitcher, go over to your podcatcher of choice, and subscribe, please. And also leave reviews where possible on iTunes and Stitcher or any other medium that does allow you to leave reviews. We really appreciate that. It means a lot. Thank you so much. Tell your friends about the podcast. Uh, we will be here next time for another very, very, very important question. Important.